The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. We have an elite prospect getting called up. we got a lot of fab to talk about, and we actually have, uh, for the first time all year on a Sunday, we have a baseball game still going on at the moment. So I hope everybody joins us for the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast coming up next. Happy Sunday evening, everybody. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We appreciate you joining us. If you're joining us live, joining us in the audio version, we appreciate it either way. I am Scott Janstead. Joined as always on Sunday nights by Jeff Erickson. If you could please, please rate review the podcast. You enjoyed listening to us all year. Uh, we'd greatly appreciate that. Helps uh, people find the podcast, which is always a very good thing for all of us. Jeff, we're almost in September. I know I keep talking about how there's still a lot of time left in the season, but there's not that much time left in the season. We're uh, we're, we're getting to September. It's, it's, it's coming fast, and it's... Uh, it's a lot of fun, but how are you tonight? I'm well. Uh, there's too much time left in this season as far as I'm concerned, but maybe not. Maybe there's time for us to get a little higher even. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, it, it's – hey, this is great. I mean, it, it's about to be just chaos on Sundays in two weeks. Uh, so yes. enjoy this now where you have the focus on baseball, uh, you know, for a couple more uh, things. But, you know, it, it, football season is really ramping up. We had a huge draft weekend sign-up season. We had college football starting right here. Yeah, I know I'm going to show that off a little bit there. Go Cats. You know, top, best team in Dublin right now. So we got that going for us there. But, no, it, it's, things are great. Things are really great. And uh, keeping keeping hopping. Girls are going back to school tomorrow. Just oh, nice. Wild, busy we, time. we started on Thursday, so it's uh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was – you know, I probably won't watch another Northwestern game all year, but you guys were the main event on Saturday. It was, uh, it was kind of fun. It was the only, like, real – you know, name versus name game was going on. There's some other games, but I think that was that, that big. And in Ireland, they had free beer for the whole second half because the internet went down. It was uh, quite the event there. Yeah. I'm, surprised, I'm surprised you weren't there uh, having to get us, but I guess you had just been there like a month ago. I have been to that that stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. Is it a soccer facility normally? A soccer and hurling, I believe. Oh, oh, hurling, yeah. All right, um, there you go. And uh, I think rugby is played there as well. And, you know, but I saw Ireland versus Scotland there in soccer. Oh, nice. Nice. It, oh, so you guys, you actually, not stop, but you actually went to a game there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. it was awesome. And they do serve Guinness at the stadium. I mean, that's pretty darn awesome. Uh, and it's super fresh, obviously. Uh, so, yeah, it was great. And I saw that the manufacturer, when they ran out of it there, that they, they said, like, they did the right thing by, uh, by not uh by, by by continuing to serve it yeah uh, and 
I guess I, they, I assume it's cashless only, and just the, the credit card thing went down, so they couldn't take right. money. So and then they like, saw, right. they ran out. Oh, the they actually ran out too. And, and you know the the <laughs> and the thing is, I saw the com the report on that, and everyone was like, "Did Wisconsin go or something?" Uh, you know, I was about to say that was like eighty five percent Nebraska people drinking the beer, right? Probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean, considering they probably outnumber us by on a three to two basis, from what I could tell in the coverage. Oh, um, that's the, I, I would have guessed a lot more than that. So that's actually it not. It might be more than that. Nebraska. I, yeah. Nebraska travels. That place. They are serious about their team. Well, they. Yeah, exactly. They are, and their school of twenty thousand, thirty thousand students, and we're a school of seven thousand five hundred students. So you can do the math there in terms of the alumni, also. Um. So. Hey, but start, yeah, starting one to know, no matter who you beat, where you beat them is always a always a good time. So that's good. Yeah. But uh, let's jump into the uh, baseball. It's uh, yeah. it's getting pretty wild. Uh, I, you know, people can look at standings, but your main event team is doing really well. You guys made a really big move today this week. So uh, it's uh, it should be a lot of fun on this podcast here the last month. I'm hoping it's uh, hoping it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it gives you know, ha- having a live sweat. It's good. I mean, I actually peaked. We we actually peaked higher earlier in the week after that. Uh, the Matt Olson hit a ball into the river game. Oh my God, that, was um, that all three Braves did something that game. Dansby Harris crushed. and uh, Olson for us. We, you know, you know, watching the Braves is always fun. Uh, Michael Harris just had a nice little going away present, a little double for us there to finish this game. But the Cardinals just finally won. We got a rare Giovanni Gallego save, by the way. Yeah, they, I, I was. I, I have Ryan Helsley. They brought him in with two outs in the seventh. He gave up a home run, but it was the right spot for him. He's been their best pitcher all year, and yep. two on, and you know, there was it was the right spot. It was frustrating as a fantasy player to not get the save, but I think he gets the win unless the official store decides to uh, uh, do something weird. Well, Adam Wainwright was playing his wares for us in the game, so it's frustrating not to get the win. But and and the two runs that Helsley stuck on you, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's Wainwright. That's Wainwright great. pitched well, and uh, you know, we sometimes critique some uh some tv broadcasts i thought the i thought the uh the uh mic on wainwright while he was warming up this this yeah. uh, this evening was really cool like he was and he was really open about stuff he talked about stuff they didn't go to commercial mm-hmm. he was like he, they showed his whole warm-up routine and the anthems and it was really yeah. cool to see him just like kind of talk through what he does as a you know 36 year old pitcher who's done it forever uh, right but it, it was a it was a really good clip it was really cool they had that yeah exactly uh and i can't complain wainwright allowed two runs in six and two thirds yeah. didn't walk anybody Against the Braves, too. That's a good out. Yeah. I, it was a day where we got three wins a save and 21 strikeouts. So, eh, I needed the homer. And I have Dansby. So, I needed the homer more than I needed the win, probably. That was, uh, yeah. I saw you guys were up with lots of points. So, it's uh, it's going to be fun. We've got about five and a half weeks left. And uh, I always tell people, uh, you know, give me a chance on September 1st to have a good season. That's all I want. And we'll, we'll see what happens from there. But having being exactly. in the mix for any, uh, you know, league if you're in or an overall if you're in, uh, you know, this is the time that makes it fun. But, um, speaking of not fun, Jeff, I want to start off with talking about uh, someone who didn't give up a run the first like two and a half months of the season was a uh, second round, second, third round draft pick. Most usually a second round in the 15 team NFC leagues. But uh, Josh Hader is a, a mess right now. You have, uh, I think you have six runs today, if I'm not mistaken, the third of the inning. He was at the five or six. Um, his ERA of the year is now over six and a half, which is like if I had told you that two months ago, you would have thought that it was the craziest person of all time. Like there was his ERA was zero. I think his first 19 outings. He's now six and a half, six uh, earned runs. He's obviously lost the closer job in San Diego already. This probably, you know, pushes him even further back. I actually upped my uh, up my bid on Nick Martinez after this outing just because I was like, well, the yeah, leash just got sure. uh, the leash got, you know, tighter and tighter on Hater getting the job back. So uh 
what do you what does one do it let's just talk about fantasy league with josh Hader. do you drop him right now do you hold him and hope that maybe he takes uh you know two weeks off on a fake il stint i think you tweeted about that earlier yeah what the hell does one do I mean, we're here to talk fantasy leagues what does one do with this guy right now? You just bench him or do you drop him? oh boy um i am i have him a 12 teamer so i can I, I i benched him for right i benched him last week how are you doing in saves uh really well i drop him then I considered it. I'm going to hold one week and kind of say that. So I'm probably going to drop him next week. You, you treat him like you treat a Roldis, as far as I'm concerned. I dropped a Roldis on that same team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, if we get, we get a tattoo, tattoo infection from Hater, I would not be surprised. I mean, holy hell. Of all the, of all the Chapman things, he gets a, he's on, he went in the aisle. If everybody saw it, he went in the aisle with a leg infection from getting his sister's portrait on, tattooed on his body, which is. You know, if you had the bingo card with the Rolls Chapman, it's crazy. But it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I held him. I mean, the, the upside is obviously high, but he is. I mean, he's been lost. It's not been lost for a couple of weeks. He's been lost for a couple of months now. Yeah. Um, it dated back to June. I know his wife had a tough pregnancy with yeah. uh, in giving birth, and that can cause a lot of stress. Uh, I don't know, though. I mean, that's. I mean, the thing is, he's still striking guys out. That's, you know, on the 24th. You know, which is Wednesday. He was pitching another mop-up game. It was like a six-one lead, I think, in that one, uh, or maybe no, it might have been a six-one deficit. I forget which. But you know, he struck out the side. Now he granted gave up two hits, but one of those hits came after he didn't get the call. And that's one of the things when you're walking the ballpark, when you're going through a tough stretch, when you command, you have command issues as he has had. Yeah, you don't get the marginal calls. It's true. You know, the game that I was at a week and a half ago against the uh, Nats. I mean, he walked. Cruise on four pitches to walk in a run. And the last pitch was kind of close, I thought. But you weren't going to get that call because, like, he had hit a batter uh, on a like a 57 footer. Uh, it wasn't even, and it was not only short, but it was, you know, way, it was like even with the batter's box. I mean, it wasn't like it was still breaking at the time. I mean, it was just so bad of a pitch. And that's kind of like, you know, you're going to, you're going to lose uh, when your command's that far off. You're not going to get any benefit of the doubt. So, in the last Tough. last month and a half, he's had three outings where he gave up three runs and two outings where he gave up six runs. That is yeah. like starting pitchers don't like he's in there's a reliever. It's uh he's had he has he's had one clean inning since he went to San Diego, his first outing there, uh, where he got a he got a win and pitched uh, you know, faced three batters and got them all. He has not had a clean inning since then. It's just um, yeah, I don't I don't begrudge anybody dropping him. I held him for another week to kind of see what happens if he gets a couple clean outs, but I just it's hard to see him back closing games, you know, anytime in the next two or three weeks at least, right? Yeah. I wonder when you guys that have extreme velocity and then start to lose it, do you think they get afraid of like hurting, maiming someone when they throw that hard and don't have the command? And that's because there's a lot of talk about Chapman not wanting to throw his fastball. And I heard right. a little bit about that with Hater too. Uh, and you just, it's it could like, be. I mean, you're, yeah, if you're worried about where it's going, you throw 98, obviously that's a, that's a weapon right there. But, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's and he's giving up hits. He's not just walking guys. He's walking guys, and, he, and he's giving up hits. He's hittable. It's just, uh, it's, it's very strange. And it's someone that, um, you know, he gave up his first earned run of the year on June seventh. He had not yeah. given up a run until June. It's, it's, it's a remarkable turn of events. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what the the fix is here. Um, for, you know, you hear about like Steve Blast disease. Um, yeah. and. Yeah, Rick, I mean, it, Rick and Kill disease for the younger people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, maybe even younger still. We need to get somebody else. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, 
Yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's rough. I mean, obviously, I, he's, he's an easy bench. Like, there's no way I'm using him right now. I benched him this week, thank goodness. But, um, you know, he's not getting saves. He's not put, pitching in any high leverage spots. If you do hold him, he's definitely a bench. And if you drop, we've him, got I five have... fab weeks left, right? Yeah. So I think that is all the more reason to encourage making. Uh, I mean, just the hammer's got to fall. Yeah, I think you got to be aggressive with drops. I, I, I'm very, uh, very of that belief in the last month here too. Uh, Jeff, another t- a team that's a mess. The White Sox are a mess right now. They got swept at home by the by the Diamondbacks this week. Uh, mm. They fell five and a half behind uh, behind Cleveland. They can't get guys on the field. Like Eloy Jimenez missed again today. Luis Robert has been in and out. Uh, obviously, Tim Anderson's out. Tony Larusa's team is asleep at the wheel. Um, you think this team has any chance of kind of figuring this thing out before the end of the year here? What a mess. I mean, Larusa did the uh, intentional walk with on a one-two count thing again this week. It, it didn't hurt him. Except for just everybody pointing at him and laughing. Words hurt, man. Right. Yeah. But um, and you can point to the injuries, but their starting pitching in the non-Dylan Cease category has been horrific. Uh, even Cueto got rocked on Friday night yeah. by the Diamondbacks. He's been awesome for them too, and he finally got hit. But I mean, Giolito, yeah. you know, going from ace to you know a guy that you can't throw at all is is really tough. It's been it's been a rough stretch there. Cease was tough today. Guy gives up two hits, both home runs, and gets a gets a no decision. That was uh, if you needed wins, that was a tough one to stomach right there. But he pitched absolutely. Right. Yeah. But I mean, the, the White Sox were starting. Romy Gonzalez was your leadoff hitter. Yep, batting and playing second. There was no, you know, Pollock was in there. Elvis Andrews, our, our from our A's, yeah, uh, formerly of our A's. If, now if you're you can, picking up guys the A's drop, you might you, you might be in trouble. Yeah, uh, no Jimenez, no Robert, no uh, Moncada just went on the IL, but he's been yep. terrible all year. No Grandal all year, basically. And when he's uh, been there, he's been terrible also. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just it's just a mess. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I and, and they can't, and they're just not getting starting pitching. You know, Joe Kelly's been terrible. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I don't know what the fix is. Graveman, uh, I mean, uh, he's got a 270 ERA, but he's got a 139 whip. So that gives you an, any idea of really how how effective he truly is did, there. Did you see the Hendrick blown save the night after Angle dropped the fly ball? Oh, yeah, that was Friday. That was Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday night. So yeah. bad. Angle, like the defensive yeah. replacement. Yeah. By the foul way, foul ball or hope fly ball in foul territory just literally bounced. You could see him like kind of just take his eye off the ball and boom. Yeah, because he was worried about the net. Yeah, and yep. then a dude hits a home, dude just hits his first career home run. I was Next like, you know, pitch, right? Yeah. I think Hendricks had saved like eighteen in a row before that too. He'd actually been pitching yeah. really well, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a mess there. You look at the AL wild card, and then the White Sox have fallen out of that. You've got uh, it's a good race. It's it's fun. Tampa, Seattle, and Toronto are the three wild card teams right now, all within a game of half each other. So there's nobody that's run away with the wild card even like there is in the NL. You know, the Braves and Mets, whoever doesn't win the division is going to be an easy wildcard team. And then you got Baltimore, who's really fun and playing well right now, game and a half back. Minnesota, three back, still in the mix. That's a that's a fun little five-team race for three spots. I don't love the extra playoff spots, but that's going to be a fun September with that race. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, not 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 so much for the White Sox. And it's it's not just the number of games, too. It's also the number of teams. Yeah. When you when you gotta jump one team, that's one thing. You gotta jump three teams. That gets really tough really fast. You need three teams to not play great. Yeah, I mean, you got the, the the Blue Jays are in a bad place right now. They got swept at home by the Angels. This is a, a weird week. They can't score. The Yankees can't score, and the Astros can't score all weekend long. It was it was yeah. The, the Orioles just shut the Astros' offense down this weekend. Yeah, until and except for Bregman, uh, yeah, basically. Bregman, Bregman yeah. today was was the difference, basically. Yeah, and yes, uh, three runs today. It was actually like that was, was an outburst for them today. It was yeah. they didn't get shut out yesterday. It was it was rough. And I know you're acutely aware of this because you have him in your Vegas main, but Jordan Alvarez hasn't done a whole lot lately. 
I know. Um, and he's, uh, we're going to talk about news and notes, but he's, uh, he's got another hand issue too, which is, uh, does not yep. make me especially pleased. Luckily, I have a lot of offense in that league, but, uh, Losing losing someone like that would be would be massive no matter how good you're. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's on our Vegas main, and yeah. that's one of the reasons why we dropped back this week. We were at your uh, your online second. your online main is the one that uh, you're doing well in, right? Yep, yep. Okay. Vegas yep. main, we're in fourth in our league, and we Matt, you know, Matty Wood still uh, winning. Yes, I believe so. Last right. I checked, I did a. I was on his podcast uh, this week. Uh, I fun, did. Fun uh, I, I did see that. How that went well. Oh yeah, it, it was flew by. Hour flew by yeah. like that. Maddie, Maddie's great. Maddie's great. I love him. Yeah, he he knows his pitching very well, and he's like trying to prescribe cures for my team. Did he um, try? And, did he try and get you to curse on their podcast? Uh, no, I made a joke about that at the very end, though. I, oh, I missed you, an nice. opportunity to, cu- to curse. And Maddie's still winning. Um, bat flip second, and Posma's third. Oh, that's tough a fun, to break into that. Grouping. That's a fun and good top of the league right there. Wow. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the AL wild card is great. The NL wild card it's uh, it's actually pretty good too. Although the 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 uh, the Mets Braves winner is going to be in They're like nine and a half up on the other teams. Whoever does not win that division, but we got mm-hmm. Philly up two and a half on San Diego. You got Bryce Harper back this weekend uh, with Philly in the playoff mix. It's all you wanted, so that's uh, that's really good there. Yeah, uh, Milwaukee is one and a half back, so we're kind of three teams for two spots there. I think the next team is like six or seven back. Um, so yeah, we got three team for two spot that race too. So we got some, we got some good fun races down the stretch here. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, they, and the thing is like Milwaukee, it could have even been better. They had a gut punch, gut punch loss on uh Friday night, uh, where they blew it in the ninth. Uh, and, yeah. And they, then they blew it again, I think in the, uh, 10th, I think yeah, they, they blew it twice in that game. If I recall correctly, it's been a, uh, been a common theme for that bullpen since Hater left. Although it's hard to imagine that Hater would be the answer. Right even, la- even today they won nine to seven, but they, there was nine, five going in the ninth. They, just they were, were up. I think they were up life. seven, nothing at one point too. And it just, it just slipped fast. Well, it wasn't, no, it wasn't seven, nothing. Cause Lauer wasn't very good today. Oh, he got the was, win, but I must've been thinking of a different game. That was a big number early then. It was seven. Oh, was, I was well, thinking of Detroit and Texas it was eight, nothing to finish nine, eight. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Gregory Soto had a meltdown today, among others. Yeah, that non-save situation never uh, never plays out very well, does it? No, it does not. So let's uh, let's jump into week twenty-two of the baseball season. Uh, not as big a week on the schedule as we've had uh, recently. Only four teams with seven games this week, Jeff. We got Milwaukee, yeah. the Dodgers, Arizona, and Boston. Uh, the rest mm-hmm. of the league has six, except for Tampa Bay and Houston with five. So if you have uh, if you have Rays or As- Rays especially because they platoon guys as much as it is five games, you know your guy might play three or four. That's a really tough week for Rays players. Um, Astros uh, probably need a couple days off. But the interesting thing with the Astros is they have five games. Uh, Verlander left early today after three innings with uh, some calf tightness. With two games off, I, I would assume that they don't need they don't need to they don't need to bring him back. Uh, they can they could skip someone. They could have Framer Vardell's pitch Tuesday and Sunday. They could uh, they could bring Christian Javier back in. Like uh, you'd think that uh, if I have Verlander, I think I'm probably benching him this week. Despite the uh, you know sounds like it's not that serious. I just don't think they, they have no reason to push him. Yeah, because Dusty was saying they're going to go back to the five man, and Javier was the odd man out. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, this you know that, that that could change things a little bit there. Uh, agreed. I, I'm with you. I think the conclusion's right. I mean, if you have to make your decision tomorrow, now they're off tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you have to make that decision, I mean, it sucks that you don't have your ace going this particular week. And your ace, who's actually pitched like an ace too, he's been he's been awesome here. Probably the leader for the AL Cy Young right now. But he's they've had they get it's just so easy because they just have Framber pitch on regular rest on Sunday without a problem. So it's uh, it, they can keep Javier there if they wanted to, or you know bring him back. So it's uh, I think Verlander's a sit, even though at the Angels is a start you really want him to make. So maybe I, maybe you listen for some lose, news tomorrow, maybe pregame on Tuesday if you have an option that on Tuesday you can swap in for him. But uh, I'm leaning towards a sit at the moment. 
Yeah, um, I, I am too. Uh, yeah, the problem though is who are you going to pick up? I mean, it is. It is. We're going to get there, but it is. It is slim pickings uh, on pitching right now. It is. Good luck. I think that one of the key points to the online team that's doing the uh, online main that's doing well is I'm not digging for starting pitching. Uh, we got a comfortable lead in the league and wins. Uh, I'm all, I'm all about trying to find saves right now, which you know that, that's its own private hell. But and and we kind of failed this weekend, and and we'll get to that too. But I'll tell you what, not having to like cr- use cringy two start starters. Uh, and hope you don't get gombered. Um, yeah, I mean that that that's it's 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 liberating. We'll just it's, say that it's really funny you say that. I have picked up one starting pitcher in my online main since July 10th. Yeah. So same thing. Like I just haven't needed starters, and it's been very very liberating. I've been you know lucky with health, obviously, but I obviously got some really good picks in there too. But it's not having to dive for these two star pitchers or any you know somebody the good matchup this year has been a it's been a godsend because it's been really hard since the uh, you know since maybe the first month of the season when the ball was dead and it was cold and no everybody's pitching well. The last three or four months it has been just you're just trying to avoid huge grenades every time you pick somebody up. I'm trying to find the last time we picked up a starting pitcher. This is crazy. I picked up uh, uh, I picked up JP Sears for the two step a couple weeks ago just because I had a drop. Uh, I don't want to talk about who the drop was because somebody just asked about him in the chat. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, did, I actually didn't have a drop. I thought I had a drop. But then uh, the last pit starter pitcher I made before that was July 10th. I picked up Reed Detmers. I can top that. The last starting pitcher we picked up on the online main, June 5th. Holy crap. That's insane. Ross Stripling. That's a combo of really good pitching, but some really good health in there too. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's, you've, you, and not only, not only good picks, but good depth too. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just, I was, I thought that it was a while ago. I didn't realize it was, I, was that say, long I did ago. not, I did not think you top mine. You top mine by a month. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is stripling worked out. We've since cut him uh, and I've regretted it at times, but then again, I, I watch outings like he had today and I'm like, yeah, okay. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's fine. If you're looking, yes. looking among the direct that you're trying to pick up right now, yeah. He's actually probably a shining jewel. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he should be rostered for sure. Um, to answer yeah. the question in the chat, I do like Kyle Finnegan. I dropped a metric pitch four times in the seventh inning, but it was just it just didn't work out. But it was a bad right. drop. But I do like – he's pitching really well. And I actually liked him when I had him. Um, you know, 3-1-8, uh, whip. I think his ERA went down a little bit today. He got another save. He got a save and a win this week, three saves last week. He is uh, – he's clearly back to being their guy after the weird blip of him pitching in the seventh inning. But, uh, yeah, I think he's very, uh, very rostable right now and has a pretty good grip on the job. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and that's our, when they win, they have saves. Yeah. They ain't winning many games, eight to nothing. No. Uh, some good offensive schedules this week before we get into fab. Um, I really like Milwaukee this week. They have three home against Pittsburgh and four at Arizona. Um, you know, you got to look at some handedness there cause they do some platoon, some guys. So, but I like their offense this week. Uh, if you look at the start of the week, uh, they're facing Pittsburgh and they get, uh, they get three righties, so I really like Rowdy Telez this week. If you happen to be in a shallower league where maybe he's available, um, a good pickup this week. I like their schedule. Uh, the Cardinals, too. Uh, three at Cincinnati, three Chicago. That's a lot of pitchers you want to face right there. Yeah, it is. Um, and, you know, we saw the Reds get knocked around by uh, – I mean, not get knocked, knocked around, but get beat I, by today by Patrick Corbin. I are mean, they really throwing Chase Anderson tomorrow, Jeff? That is that. Are. That's That's who C. Anderson is, right? Oh, boy. It is Chase Anderson, and that's not – really that bad compared to some of the other guys in rolling out here uh but you know what that that's fine though i mean it's one of those things where i mean you did you traded you did the darn thing with castillo and malley that's the consequence here right uh hunter green's hurt 
You know, you're not going to rush him back. You know, I Ash Ashcraft's hurt now too. You know, that's the other thing. The Reds are bad. They've also been very unlucky injury wise too. Uh, Chase Anderson in AAA with the Tigers this year, four six three one three nine. So I'm going to argue that might be worse than you think. <laughs> no, it's pretty. Uh, I'm just saying it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, it's very true. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't. You're just trying to get somebody to go out there and eat some innings, but uh, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, you gotta you gotta like uh, gotta like the Cardinals offense this week. Uh, although they had a late game today, but I think that uh, going to Cincy and three Chicago is really nice. The Braves, who just finished their Sunday game too, they have three Colorado and three Miami. That's a nice setup too. Although they do face um, they do face Al- Alcantara on Friday, which will be tough. And they face Edward Cabrera, who got lit up today. But I tell you what, Jeff, that uh, that Alcantara game, I think it was yesterday against yeah. the Dodgers. That was. I, I'm Cy Young a, winning award yeah, game. I'm not there. a Dodgers fan or a Marlins fan. And I, that ninth inning, I was just wrapped into that game. The Dodgers loaded the bases. You know, there Mattingly was like, you know what, Sandy, this is your game. Go finish it, which I loved. And he left him out there, and he got the last out. Nice play by Lewin Diaz at first base too to end the game. But well, yeah, uh, making up for his, the air, yes. the the Olay job he did earlier in the inning <laughs> there. But that was just fun. Like I just that was great baseball for. But and that's what I love about baseball because I don't care about either teams. I don't have Alcantara in fantasy, so I wasn't rooting for that. It was just a great game. That like, there's no way I was stepping away from that. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, and that that was fantastic. That was uh, and especially you know, after is, they smoked him. They smoked him in the start before too. So, so it, was, and, it was good to see the bounce back. Exactly. And so I've been doing uh, segments on Beeson every Monday. Uh, Mike Palm and uh, Amal Shock, really good guys, and really really good show. Uh, but we, every week, you know, almost seemingly every week, we've been talking about this NL Cy Young race. And one of the comments is like that Mike noticed. Mike Palm uh, is a really sharp guy. He's like, both Sandy and Corbin Burns had home and away starts against the Dodgers. And it's an interesting chance to compare and contrast because Sandy last Sunday got knocked around pretty good. Smoked. Yeah, they hit him hard. Yeah. But then Burns got just crushed this week. Was Burns, uh, so Burns is very Burns face him next week or was that his second start against them? No, that was the second okay. one. They faced him earlier and he was just mediocre in that one. Yeah. Uh but Sandy had the only good start among the four of those starts. Yeah. So he's big. A- now Gonsolin faces the Marlins uh as a weird wraparound game tomorrow. They played the Peacock game today. I'm thinking, oh yeah, that makes sense. And then you know, go out, go west after that early getaway. No, they play again tomorrow. Like that is that is weird. I thought that I didn't. I I, I knew Gonsolin was facing Miami. Just didn't pop in my head that that's that was a wrap. Uh, that's a weird setup. Why would you play nine thirty in the morning or whatever it is for us, and then you have a wraparound? That's very strange. Now eight thirty in the morning. Eight thirty in the morning. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's even yeah. worse. Uh, and they're is. not playing a day game tomorrow. It's at six forty Eastern time. Like I, mean, I, I guess the Dodgers are in New York anyway. But boy, that's terrible. You got to give them a day game tomorrow. Yeah, it, oh, it makes so no bad. sense. You know. Ugh. I, so I they, thought they you know, played it. They're going to have like, they're going to have like 28 hours between games. Then that's, that's, that's it's dumb. I mean, yeah. yeah dumb. Okay. You get the party in South beach tonight, which I'm sure they're, some of them might be taking advantage of, but right. I, if, if I have any choice, Mookie stays home, order some, order some uh, room service, stays in the room, right? just hangs out. We're good. Cause he is freaking out. I wish, I wish Mookie could just play in Miami all season long. Cause he's un. I think he had four home runs this weekend and he let off the last two games of the home runs. He's been awesome. So, Check this out. Friday, the Mar- I was listening to Bar- Mar- I was driving home from the airport Saturday and listening to the game, and the Marlins broadcast was all over this. They love Mookie. Yeah. Uh, like, he set a record Friday night. Three times he had a go-ahead hit in the seventh oh, inning or later. That, awesome. That's that's so yeah. good. It's the first time in baseball history. I read the stat. It was that's and it's, granted, it's hard because the other team has to catch up again. You have to get ahead again, and then all that. But yeah, the home run in the seventh, home run in the ninth, and then an extra base hit in the tenth when they had the ghost runner on, right? Something like that. Yeah. I think that's what it was. It was awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, He's uh, there's there's nobody on the A's for me to uh, root for. So Mookie Betts is officially my favorite player at the moment. Sure, why I not? Love, I mean, he, I loved he, him anyway, and now there's literally nobody to root for. You know, Nelly, Nelly Cruz is my favorite player. Is kind of getting towards the end here, and I, I just I love Mookie. Yeah, I, I feel that way about Trout too. I, I always root for Trout, even if it's not on my watch. I still root for him. He just I, I love him. Trout and Mookie both. And it uh, obviously but, helps that they're local and I they're on TV in prime time for us all the time. Yeah. So it helps that it's 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 fun that way. One thing about having being fans of our A's and our Reds is it's liberating this time of year. I can just full on <laughs> it is. root for my fantasy teams at the expense of my real life team. It's fine. You know what? Reds lose another game, higher draft pick. Fine. It's all good. I mean, um, unless you're facing Stephen Vogt with two outs in the ninth, you got to pitch around him at that point. Well, that's, clearly, just, that's just too good right there. Unless you're facing Adam Oler and uh, <laughs> Adam Oler with the one hitter. Yeah, Adrian, I, Adrian Martinez today with the with the show. What a, what a <laughs> terrible weekend for the Yankees. I mean, yeah, they, they beat them on they beat they smoked the A's on Thursday. They won a close game Friday. I'm like, all right, we're going to win all four of these, and then and they needed sudden, to. Yeah, they needed to. And the A's the A's split the series, and Adam Oler eight innings of one hit ball. I think the Yankees. I think it was a record for them. The Yankees have ever had an extra inning game where they had only had one hit. Yeah, it was like it went eleven innings in that game. <laughs> eleven innings, the one hit is crazy. And then, um, and then losing how they did too. I mean, Smoke and Lou Trevino gets the loss because of the air. Yeah. Um, I love they challenge the slide at second. They replayed and he didn't. Uh, Murphy didn't even touch Lemayhew. He just literally made an awful throw. Yeah, uh, so fun. It broke my heart. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, Red Sox have a good uh, week this week too. Three Minnesota, four at Texas. Uh, if you have any Red Sox uh, that are kind of fringy guys, maybe a Kike, Kike Hernandez. Uh, good week for him there. White Sox, uh, nice too. Uh, who knows who's going to be playing for the White Sox? But uh, three Kansas City. Interesting enough, they play. They face three straight lefties for Kansas City this week too. So like uh, AJ Pollock. Oh, I guess they face two. Two out of three. Singers, righty, then Bubich and, and Lynch. So you get two lefties. So maybe AJ Pollock, who is frustrating because every time I bench him, he homers. Every time I don't, he goes over four. But uh, he might be interesting at least the start of the week if you need an outfielder. But yeah. uh, let's jump into Fab. That's what we're here to talk about. Some free agency. But first, a note from our sponsor, the Blue Wire Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, 
Access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thank you for indulging us there. Thanks to Blue Wire. Uh, Jeff, let's start at the top with hitters and fab. Um, let's just talk about Corbin Carroll now. I know, uh, you know, we talked a lot of NFBC. He was not available in those leagues because, um, you know, not uh, he had not been activated. He's going to be activated tomorrow. But this is obviously, this is a, uh, you know, seems like consensus top three prospect for everybody across the board. I see him number one in some lists, number two, three. Um, but Corbin Carroll has played uh, in double A AA and triple A this year, 23 home runs, 31 stolen bases. Uh, I'm going to do the math combining the two, hit a little bit over 300 so far in the year. So we're talking, um, you know, production all across the board. Uh you think this is a crazy bidding next week? Obviously, if you um, if you're in any kind of league, you pick him up now. You do so. You and I talked about him last week, and you picked him up as we were on the podcast. So I was I, I clearly should not have said anything at that point. But well, and especially um, because I, I I was trying to remember if it was with you or with with it Fred, was with me. But yeah, it was last yeah. Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I told you I was going to do that too, you and you you said go ahead. So well, you were already on the site. Like even if I said don't do it, you were going to beat me anyway. But true, there's um, no honor among thieves. So there's yeah, no right. honor. No, you'd say that's fair game. Um, how I I, mean, I assume they're calling up to play every day. Like how big are you on this? Is like potentially being a, a difference maker the last five weeks. I mean, the numbers are there, right? Yeah. Uh, Reno is a launching pad for sure. Nonetheless, what I like about it is the walks are there. It's not like he's Jared Kelnicking it all over the place here. Right. Um, and that's, I know that's not verb, a verb, but I will. It, it, might, it might be one of these days because it's it works really well. Yeah. It's just, I love the plate discipline. He might struggle initially. He might be like Vinny Pasquantino where it's a little bit of a struggle in, early on. Give it a couple of weeks and he could be on a tear for the last two weeks of the season. And it would be worth it. Um, I think if you have... A wallet to empty, empty it. Go after it. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing else uh, to to save it for at this point. You know, last, last week we had Dustin May. We talked about if you need pitching, do it now. If you need offense, it's time to do it. I looked at my online main where I do need offense. There are actually I have like a like low hundreds left. I was like, that's pretty good. Maybe I will have a chance. There's three teams that have over 400 bucks left. So if if they're active. They can get them. If not, I will. If's doing a lot of work there, though. Yeah, big time for sure. Although maybe this prospect wakes them up. I don't know. I'm hoping they uh, they stay a slumber, but uh, I right. will have an aggressive bid. Um, I'll be going pretty low to try and get him next week myself. Right. Well, kind of like Vegas main for us. There was one guy that was in 14th place and hadn't spent a whole lot of money all year and decided to go. You know, he decided there was one week when there was a uh, I forget which I forget which uh, high high level prospect it was, but he set like the main event. Right. Of, you know, of all across the main events high on the player. I'll tell you who it is in a sec, but yeah, you might as well get the guy and then you, you empty the money. So you don't have to worry about checking in and doing fab anymore. Right. Right. Uh, Vaughn Grissom. Yeah. It oh, was okay. 331 to one. That's right. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Vaughn Grissom was worth it. 
by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, the Braves. Like you call up Grissom and Harris from Double A, and they're both really good. Like they just they're they're just really good. Yeah, exactly. So other stuff uh, in Fab this week. It did not seem like a huge week. Um, wh- what were you guys looking at in terms of offense? Or anybody that really jumped out to you? I was looking at uh, uh, Joey Manessis got dropped in one of my mains. He was sixty three percent owned in twelve. I kind of I do like him. You know, hitting the middle lineup for the Nationals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harold Ramirez is been really good all year long he got hurt and then uh so he's only 43 percent rostered in the 12 teamers so he's available there these guys hit like 330 um garrett cooper came off the il for the marlins and hit in the middle lineup they dropped uh, they, they dfa'd or jesus aguilar so um cooper's gonna play every day uh do you like any of those guys or somebody else you were looking at what were you kind of looking at on offense this week all right so we we did have some offensive bids ben gamble six games against right-handers this week dropping nick like senzel that. like that. uh Easy switch there. And then we had Gamble in the other league already. Uh, Mark Mathias, Mathias, Matias, I don't know, uh, for the Rangers. Came over in the uh, trade with the, I want to say the, uh, I want to say Blue Jays maybe. Um, He's playing a lot for the Rangers right now. I will tell you, in fact, I'm, now I'm annoyed at myself that I, I don't know the answer to that. He was, he was drafted he was by, a, the, drafted by the Guardians, if that helps you. It was a trade deadline acquisition for them. Okay. Uh, should be pretty obvious here, but anyhow, he is playing a lot. Uh, you know, getting a lot of time in left field. Even uh, didn't play to didn't start today, but uh, he he was he was uh, who was he who was the trade he came? It's Matt, bugging me. Matt, now. It was uh, Matt Bush with the Brewers. That's it, the Brewers. That's it. Yeah. Um, I knew he was a trade deadline guy, but uh, at any rate, he's playing. You know, he's getting a little bit of run. So why not? Let's t- let's throw a buck at him. Yeah. And that's a good uh, point because playing time is legit king right now. Like you want guys that yeah. are playing every day. Uh, Matthias had a, a little bit of speed in the in the minors, so if he needs a little stolen bases, that that works. Where well. he's hitting five for an average. I mean, you're just looking for someone that's hot right now. He's got a 52 percent hard hit rate, so he's hitting the ball yeah. well. He's seeing it well right now. Robbie Grossman's been available in some leagues, yeah. uh, and I we missed out on him in the main, but I got him in a couple other places. Uh, you know, he's maybe someone. You know, he, he's this year's Eddie Rosario. I feel like he's kind of. You know, we forget that he was a 2020 guy last year. And, you know, oh, I remember I, like, I picked him up like three times this year. So I remembered every time and then I dropped him back. But um, <laughs> he's he actually just, been a little warmer lately. Yeah, he was warm this week. He's hitting ninth, which I don't love, but at least it's a really good lineup. Uh, you, you know, you can get some you get some other lineups where hitting sixth is really bad. He can hit ninth in this lineup and be OK. Yeah, right. he's fine. He can switch hit, which helps. And obviously, they're not playing Marzello Zuna. I don't know what they're doing there, but they haven't, he didn't play all week. So obviously- I dropped Ozuna. Ozuna was the drop. And unfortunately, I have him rostered in too many places, but he was a I, drop uh, in everywhere. I dropped him in, uh, I dropped him a main event this week, too, which is tough because uh, offense is where my where I'm weakest, but he's not playing. And, you know, I don't really want sure. him on my team. I don't really want my team anyway. So it kind of worked out nicely. Yeah. Uh, I like the gamble pickup. I think that's really good. He's, uh, you know, six, uh, six rides a week. That's really important. You can play him pretty easily. You know, he'll be in there every day. Uh, he's got uh, quietly 35 runs, 39 RBIs. Uh, you know, I think that's someone that uh, you, you'll be able to use against righties when he, when they get three or four games like that. Yeah, exactly. And he hits, uh, hits, well, he's been hitting cleanup. I mean, that's, uh, I know it's not a good lineup, but at least he's hitting and getting a lot of at bats in there. He's, he's getting more at bats because of that. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did you do anything, uh, any, any love for Joe Adele this week, uh, back up in our lives? Uh, he's been a, it's been a roller coaster of up and down this week. He was available in a lot of the, uh, 12 teamers. Uh, I did not say hello to him. Um, did I got that? I got that one. Just yeah, I know. Um, I think you might've even made that one before, but, uh, no, um, I did not bid on him. Um, uh, I didn't either. I liked him at the start of the year, and I just uh, the strikeouts are just too much for me. And I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to see it before I, before I jump back in. Yep, exactly. 
Any uh, what? Any love for the uh, the Yankees prospect that they call up? They they have a lot of them. They find they call up as as Oswaldo Cabrera. He's been playing a lot. He's playing kind of in the outfield and the infield. Played shortstop today. Had been playing right field. Made like three great plays out there. So he's kind of sticking for his defense a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but hitting a little bit too. He's at two sixty two. No no pop yet. Uh, he had uh, like twenty stolen bases. Uh, twenty one last year in in the minors. He had ten this year. Um, you know, just kind of maybe falling into a good lineup at the right time. Yeah, I think so. Um, I just he 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 he's kind of just a guy that's playing a lot right now. I don't treat him as anything more special than that. Uh, I throw a you know I throw a buck at him or two. That's I mean, that's I what know. I did. I th- I threw two bucks. It's funny. I, I flipped through my leagues backwards, so I do my online to check results, then my mains. And I you know, online's I kind of got everybody bid on. Even my online main, I was like got some guys. My online Vegas or my Vegas main league is just so absurd. I got my 10th pitcher on my list. I actually had a, a 10 pitcher list and I got the 10th guy. That's how it's, just, it's impossible to pick it up in that league. It's, it's a wild, fun, active league. It is. It is. And it it's still in play. So that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, there's like seven teams that are like right in the mix in the middle too for between like second and seven. Like it's really competitive, which obviously right. makes a huge difference. There's nobody that's really fully out of it. But I, I did add Cabrera there uh, for two bucks, kind of way down my list also. Uh, I, I, I had Rice L. Iglesias way down my list. I just happened to get him because I had a drop there. But uh it's uh, it's tough to get anybody in that league, and that that makes it difficult. It does. It really does. Uh, but it makes for a better league. Plus, I, you got everybody talking about the league. That's that's kind of your problem. Is in the, when you're in the hot air league, yeah, you can't stop talking about <laughs> right. it. And you're not. Um, if you're talking about it, you're not going to not make moves in it. Right. So it's, it's just embarrassing uh, when you forget to make a move. I, I've done that sometimes with my OCs, and I feel like uh, I didn't get. A good bid on that one. Yeah, I know. So I, I, I'm trying to, you know, redouble my efforts. Just, hey, there's, there's, there's value. There's honor in going from sixth to fifth and fifth to fourth, even though sure. you're not going to make any money. There's some oh, value. I agree. Uh, anybody in the catcher market you like right now? I was, I was kind of looking for that. I was, you know, kind of cycling. Some it was guys last week. It was Langeliers. That was the guy. It was. I got outbid on Langeliers. I picked up uh, Christian Bethancourt in one, uh, one main sure. event this week. He got dropped. He had a couple home runs this week. He doesn't play a ton because the Rays moving out plays like half the games, but. He's got really good contact numbers when he does play. And, uh, you know, if you're talking about, I think I picked, I dropped Jacob Stallings, which wasn't working. So I just, you know, try to. Jacob Stallings has been on fire lately. Yeah. But like the last month he's been the Marlins hottest here. That's I, I, I didn't realize it until I listened to this broad. You listen to the local teams. Yeah. You talk about this and like, Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, he's had like a 940 OPS over the last 30 days. Really? You just don't expect it. It's he all just, like batting average. He just but. never plays. The probably plays like three games a week. And it just makes it really, right. really tough. And the, the the other catcher there hit some homers here and there too. Yeah, so. Nick Fortes. But yeah, yeah, like in August uh, he hit two ninety four, but he had one home run and three runs scored. Like it's yep. tough to the batting average plays a little bit, but it's it's tough. Someone asked in the chat if it's time to drop Chris Bryant. I think that time was a couple. Yes. Ago, so I would say I would say I would definitely drop Chris Bryant. I don't think the Rockies have any reason to uh, to push him back. Uh, any Luis Camposano in, in San Diego with Jorge Alfaro, or Alfaro? I can't say that name going on the IL. Uh, I know he's a former pretty big prospect. I just there's this is Padres malaise right now. Yeah, I don't know. Like, every time I look at the Austin Nola, I'm like, oh, that was a name a couple years, and I'm like, oh, he just does nothing. But and the thing is, Austin Nola had like a year and a half of good play. He got hurt, yeah. and he's never been the same. Never really um, has. Yeah, that's a good point. We skipped another uh, question in the forum. What are you doing with Craig Kimbrell? Uh, luckily, I'm not doing anything with Craig Kimbrell, Jeff, because I don't have Craig, Craig Kimbrell anywhere. But I mean. He's on the well, Dodgers. Are you speculating on Gratterall, for instance? Then, so I had I had Evan Phillips and Gratterall in that uh, that list. I got outbid on. So yeah, I'm speculating a little bit. Um, but if I have Kimbrel, I think I'm still just, unless I'm 
I'm in a spot where I have like a cushion on both sides and saves. I mean, he plays for the Dodgers and they win a lot of games. I think you probably have to keep throwing them, don't you? Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, I, I think you do, but man, um, I, I, I could see benching him because there is a quote from Robert saying we're better off when he's our closer, but he's got to earn it basically. And, you know, we, I don't think he's had a, did he pitch in the, I didn't, I didn't watch he the, pitched, uh, uh, he pitched once this week. So he didn't pitch in the series. They played whoever they played the first half of the week. Was it, uh, I don't remember who it was, but uh, he, they, he pitched once against the Marlins. He pitched one inning on the 26th. So on Friday night. Yeah. Bill, uh, Bill missed the beginning of the show. He asked, do you cut hater? In a 12-er, probably, yeah. maybe. I mean, it, I think if you're doing okay in saves, you definitely cut them because – It's a good question. I actually answered that. I, I do have – I held him for one more week. I'm going to see what happens this week just because yeah. he's just so good when he's right. But I'm I'm leaning towards uh, him being a drop next week, and I think he probably uh, – I'll probably regret not picking up some, someone for him this week. Yeah, I think he's I mean, just – he's so far away from saves right now that it's – with five weeks left in the season, it's just too far away. Because you obviously can't have him active anymore. So if you yeah. can't have him active anymore, there's an opportunity cost of not picking somebody else up. Yeah. Uh, and he's not, he's not, he has no chance to get wins or saves. He's not going to pitch anywhere near a high leverage spot right now. So, no. you know, even if he's not closing, some of these guys pitch a seventh and eighth and can score a winner, but they just, the problem is he's giving up runs every time too. It's just, you can't, you can't put him anywhere near your lap. So he's a, he's a bench or a cut for sure. I agree. Let's jump into the starting and uh, relieving pitcher market in FAB this week. But first, a note from our sponsors at Caesars. The weather is heating up and so are the promotions at Caesars Sportsbook. Today, anyone who is at least 21 years old in a licensed Caesars Sportsbook state can create a new account and redeem the Caesars Sportsbook promo code of ROTO15. That's R-O-T-O-1-5. The promo code gives New Year's a risk-free bet up to $1,500. Visit Caesars.com sportsbook or download the Caesars Sportsbook app today. Don't forget to use promo code ROTO15 when you do your signing up. So, Jeff, the starting pitching market was a little bit interesting this week. There was a lot, a lot of pickup, but Trevor Rogers and Jack Flaherty were both out there, and a lot, at least a lot of the 12-teamers. He's actually available in one of my 15-teamers, too. Uh, which guy would you pick up first and, and why, if you could pick between the two right now? Flaherty. Yeah, it's pretty easily Flaherty for me, too. I, uh, yeah. I still have Rogers in the league, but I think, you know, Flaherty's shown – uh, well in the in his in his rehab out he's had a pretty good one two weeks ago he's actually not going to pitch this week they announced today that he's going to make one more rehab start his fifth on Wednesday so he's going to come back to pitch on Monday September fifth so it'll be a it'll be a two start week out the gate so if you pick him up you're going to have to throw that uh, Rogers finally pitched well uh, earlier this week he had pitched six innings of shutout ball twelve strikeouts you know it's a minor league rehab outing he was terrible the one before so I guess it's better that he pitched well right um, so if you have been a fifteen team or not that I'm asking for anybody in particular. Uh, do you, do you pitch him this Tuesday against a uh, home against the Rays? Uh, and, and don't say it depends on your options. Cause I know that's the real answer, but, uh, are you, are you considering him strongly or is he an automatic? I'm not using him until I see a start. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about this one. Uh, I, uh, I'm leaning towards, I'm leaning towards using him, but I haven't decided yet. Yeah, leaning towards how did he, he went? I mean, he struck out twelve. Yeah, he pitched really well. He, he he gave up five or six runs in two innings. The rehab start before I'm like, all right, it's time to drop him. I couldn't drop him last week. I got outbid, so I kept him, and then he struck out twelve this week. So now I'm now I'm stuck with him again. Right. Uh, it just you know it's gonna happen. I'm just gonna get whipsawed big time, and it's gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna drop him next week. And he's got the problem is he got two starts the week after, so I'm gonna be like, well, I gotta keep him for that. So I'm just, I'm stuck with the dude forever. It's just we're I we're think living, you are. We're just living together. It's just uh, there's no way out. Yeah, um, Kevin Costner is, is, is Scott Chen's dad. Um, 
I like it. Any Kevin, every Kevin, Co- Kevin Costner reference. There, there, there's a movie reference we haven't used in a long time, by the way. Yeah. No Way Out. I, we... I would have I gone Steven Seagal for No Way Out. Is that what's what? What's which one's that? Uh, Kevin, it's a uh, No Way Out is like a '80s spy movie. Yeah, is what is there a Steven Seagal movie that's kind of close to that? Uh, there, there is, but this one's definitely Kevin Costner. It's uh, Gene Hackman's in it. Uh, Sean Young is the female lead. Oh, that's uh, a that's a throwback right there. Yeah, Fred Thompson, nineteen eighty seven. Uh, there's a two thousand twenty two version that's uh, based out of L A. But I don't know if that's related or anywhere or not. But uh, uh, I'm not sure which uh, Seagal classic that you were referring have, to. I might have been thinking of Out for Justice or Marked for Death. It was all those something for something. Often confused with each other, yes. Hard, hard to kill. I don't know. Yeah. They're, all the, they're all the same. <laughs> I'm old, Jeff. I forget stuff pretty fast. Yeah, you're not as old as me, though. Uh, someone is asking, uh, who's out of the Cardinals? Bill Northup is asking, who's out of the Cardinals rotation when uh, Flaherty re- 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 returns? Uh, good question. Uh Let's take a look. I mean, it's not Quintana or Montgomery. I think Dakota Hudson, right? Yeah, I think so too. Or they could go six man, right? They could and kind of make a, you know, but they, I assume that Wainwright would want to be on regular rest, but maybe that'd be good for Flaherty. But I would think Dakota Hudson goes to the bullpen. Yeah. Uh, Our projected starters grid suggests the same. Oh, there you go. I like when I agree with them. Yeah. Uh, other pitchers here, uh, Brian Bayo. Uh, we talked about him. Uh, we talked about him probably a month and a half ago when the Red mm-hmm. Sox called him up. Didn't go well. Uh, got called back up and pitched really well this week. Uh, he had been good in the minors, so we were kind of interested last time, and it didn't go well. Pitched really well this week against Toronto too. Five innings, uh, two earned runs, uh, six hits, one walk, seven strikeouts, which is the the number you're really looking at if you're picking up a two star pitcher. You know, you want to at least get those strikeouts. He faces. Uh, he's at Minnesota this week and home against Texas. How interested are you or not in in Brian Bayo this week? I am a little interested. Me too. Um, I, I think he's a classic example of a rookie that got the call up and struggled initially and yep. the second time through starts to get it. He's healthier. Maybe he was trying to push, you know, pitch well a little less than healthy before. Uh, I, I'm in on him. 34% strikeout rate in both double A and triple A this year. I mean, so if nothing else with two starts, you should get some strikeouts as long as he can kind of, you know, stay out there long enough to get them. Um, those right. are really valuable. If you get double just strikeouts from somebody, that's worth a pickup, you know, assuming he doesn't get completely exploded. Exactly. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to pick up some of those kids from the Hawaii Little League team, but none of them are available on the website. I was You've got ESPN on too while we're talking, aren't we? That That's team why. is unbelievable. They take swings like they're twenty three. It's crazy. Yeah, maybe it scored sixty runs in the Little League uh, yeah. World Series. That, that kid, is. there's the kid that plays shortstop and pitches and throws no hitters. He had a ball in the regional at like three fifty or something in the left field, and it legit looked like a major league hitter taking a swing. It was it was crazy. And he's twelve. I just it's it's wild. Yeah, there's some big kids on that team. It was pretty good. The Tennessee team on yesterday in the U.S. championship, they brought out this pitcher and they just had him throw like sidearm and junk. And it was the only thing that ever stopped and these, these kids, the Hawaii team from scoring like 15 runs. They scored, they had a forwarding mercy at the end of the day, but it was like, interesting to see like it just the junk and sidearm they hadn't seen. They weren't used to it. And they, they only gave it five runs, but it was yeah. on there. Uh, Matt Manning in Detroit has uh, another guy, you know, a, a rookie who is highly touted, struggled, has been really good in his last, uh, his last, uh, you know, since he's come up uh, in, well, about four starts ago. Uh, mm-hmm. He's had he's had four, I think it's actually five pretty good starts. One bad start against the White Sox, but last two starts, uh, six innings, eight strikeouts against the Giants, seven innings, one earned run, six strikeouts against the Angels. Been pitching really well. Two starts this week also, home against Seattle, home against Kansas City. Uh, pretty good, pretty good uh, setup on paper. 
He was only 21% rostered in 12-teamers. Where he was available, he was my top pitching target in the 12-teamers. And I, that's kind of for someone who was not interested in him earlier earlier this year. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's been, he was uniformly awful until this time. But yep. again, you yep, go back to point. the pedigree theory. Yep. I mean, it's just long, longer gestation period. But yeah, no, he's been he's been really good. Maybe just figured something out, and that you know that does happen. So if he's available in your league, that's someone that I would definitely uh, definitely go after. Did right. you do anything with the uh, with the youngster in Washington, Cade Cavalli, who throws hard, um, can strike guys out? Struggled in his first outing, but uh, you know the guy, twenty six percent strikeout rate in the minors, uh, pretty good numbers there, pretty big prospect. Did you do anything with him, uh, knowing that uh, he faces the A's this weekend, which is never a bad thing? He couldn't do well against the Reds, which isn't a bad thing. So, mm, no. Yeah. I know I, the pedigree's uh, there. I think yeah. he's farther away. Okay. That's fair. And, you know, your point is good on the guys that, you know, kind of can come up and struggle and then go back down and come back up. This is his first coming up. So maybe it's, uh, maybe it'll be a right. double start. So uh, I don't think it's an awful lot. Uh, if you want to stream against the A's, maybe you get some strikeouts. But uh, I, uh, you know, I think the Reds' offense is better than the A's' offense, to be honest with you. Which is I think it is too. <laughs> Frightening. Uh, but but that's not. It, it is, but only by a certain amount of you know, by half. You know, it's our like, uh, our next name on the list might disagree though. Clark Schmidt with the Yankees actually got hit by the A's today. Uh, he did not he did. pitch well. Uh, gave up eight hits. He had seven strikeouts though. Um, this is another guy. Thirty-three percent strikeout rate in the in AAA this year. Coming up and you know in the rotation at the moment, he's facing I think Tampa Bay this week. If I got the math right. Uh, yes, he's at Tampa Bay on Saturday. Any any Clark Schmidt interest this week? A little bit. I know he was pitching pretty well earlier, uh, yeah. but he he would he would pitch well and then get sent down. It was like a, kind of a Yankee thing to do. Uh, but yeah, a little bit of interest. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they they need an arm right now, and they seems like they're trying to stretch him out. It was, I mean, he didn't pitch well today, but it was a good sign. He did throw four and a third. You know, they let him face uh, twenty hitters, so that's you know that's enough. Or if he pitches well, he could he could kind of find himself getting a win. Obviously, on a offense that you'd think would score some runs, hasn't scored any runs for about a month, but uh, you'd think would be some good runs there. Uh, any interest in the Baltimore guys who are you know streamable against the A's this week? Uh, Dean Kramer and Austin Voth both have one steps against the A's this week. Yeah, kind of interested in Bradish too. Where, I, where available. Uh, I think we talked about Bradish maybe last week, but I yep. really like him. He's pitching really well right now. He Another is. guy that, you know, kind of on your point again, someone that came up, we liked him, and then he struggled, uh, went back down, he's come back up. He's been really good. He pitched uh, at Houston this week, was exceptionally good. He was yeah. uh, eight innings, uh, two hits, two walks, six strikeouts, no runs. He's going to have three runs or fewer now in six straight outings. I think he's I think he's arrived. Yeah. Only thing about Bradish that I don't like is the opponent. It's at Cleveland and against Bieber. That's uh, – oh, yeah, and Bieber's been – Weirdly good. He had that little hiccup in the middle where he was throwing really, you know, throwing low 90s. And now uh, it's been really good in August. Uh, yeah, my only thing with Bradish is just always it's hard to find matchups because in the AL East, it's just hard to find guys to pitch against. I looked yeah. at it. He gets Cleveland. Then next week, he gets Toronto. And you're just like, well, exactly. it's, hard, it's hard to pick him up. because like, However, want? it is in Camden Yards. That's true. And so. yeah, Baltimore, as the, I've seen now. Oh, that's not great. Oh, it's not bad. I kind of like it. It's funny because I it's, every time I look up at a game, even on the grid channel, I know what stadium it's in. And I, every time I see a ball in Baltimore, I still it doesn't compute that it's in Baltimore every time. Yeah, exactly. It's very good. Jeff, someone's asking you a question in the chat. Uh, would you uh, are Cole Irvin and Andrew Heaney worthwhile for two starts this week? Heaney is absolutely. It's disrespectful to the the legend of Cole Irvin. I'd pitch Cole Irvin too, by the way, at Washington at Baltimore, uh, coming off eleven strikeout outing. I'd, I'd pitch both of them. Yeah, here's the negative on Heaney though. It's only one step this week. Yeah, because they're they and are it's going at the to Mets. 
Yeah, I wouldn't th- actually wouldn't throw Henny now that I know that they, they're actually putting Kershaw back in. They're going to a six man, uh, which is not yeah. great for fantasy, by the way, because I have no. Dustin May and Gonsolin. There's going to be not very many two steps the rest of the way. It sounds like Robert said they're going to go to six man for at least the next couple weeks, uh, at least. So I think they might. Yeah, do it the rest of the way. You might go like ten man in the last two weeks <laughs> of the season too, because yeah. they. I mean, honestly, I mean they're just on cruise control. I mean they're I mean, so they are good, killing people. It's they are so good. It's the crazy thing about baseball, right? Like they're so far and away the best team, but you know you put them in a playoff series and in the playoffs, then what are they like fifteen percent to to make it to the to the World Series to win the World Series something like that? Even the best team, it's just. Yeah. It's so baseball series and short series are so hard. People are like, oh, they weren't that good. They choked. Like this team is amazing. It's just uh, who yeah, knows but, what happens in the playoffs, but they're so good. Right. They're, I mean, they're, we're talking. There's magic numbers with regard around them, yeah. and we're not even in September yet. Are they? Are they like forty three and nine the last fifty two or something? It's something in there. I forget. Yeah. They, they lost they're to Sandy fifty yesterday. games over five hundred right now. Fifty. <laughs> That's just stupid. Yeah, they lost to Sandy that day, so it's ten. So it's like they're. I think they're forty three and ten the last fifty because they're forty one and nine before the series started, which is yeah truly absurd baseball and like it's it's incredible yeah yeah um jeff do you like rafael montero or kyle finnegan more i like kyle finnegan more just because the last i read on ryan presley it was barely like gonna go on the aisle i think he's actually be back at the end of next week so i would go i'd go finnegan because i think montero's only got about a week left in the job yeah yeah and he might not get every one of them he he labored today uh, boys he's yeah he's he's sketchy too so yeah i uh, i just think finnegan has a more as way higher chance to go the rest of the way. Like Presley would have to have some sort of setback for Montero to keep the job. Yeah. Because Presley's way, so, just really good. Yeah. By the way, so we were talking fab and we we're talking about fab results. I forgot to mention though. So main event where we need the closer, we didn't get our targets. So that's uh, that I was going to closers next. So I wanted to talk about that. Who, who were your targets? Who did you get? So targets were Nick Martinez and um, Hughes. And got outbid on both of those guys. Is we it, only had like twenty four dollars in fabs to be Brandon. Fab. Brandon Hughes. Brandon Chicago? Hughes Brandon on the Hughes, Cubs. Gotcha. Nick Martinez. Uh, we got outbid twelve to seven and seven to five respectively. And even if we had bid the seven, we wouldn't have got them because you know we're in first in the league, so uh, we would have lost the tiebreaker. Uh, how, so instead, we got a speculation. Sir Anthony Dominguez, welcome back. Oh on, no, on the, on the speculation that it's only a week or two out. Okay. Um, and then he gets the job because. The, there is some positive buzz on him. Uh, there's a note yesterday, and I think the Inquirer saying that it could be almost a minimum trip for him. And if that's the case, maybe he figures in the saves again. So you guys dropped him last week then? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we how much booted, you, rallied. How much you pick him back up for? A buck. Oh, well, that, yeah, that's that's nice. You got the roster spot, and you spent a dollar on it. That's pretty good. Yeah, and dropped Josiah Gray, who's getting a rest this week anyhow. And, yeah, and I think he might get rested a bunch the rest of the way, too. Yeah, just, I, I they got they're running out of baseball, so I mean they kind of have to slow it down a little bit there because they're selling the team. They don't want to have to have that expense of all the baseballs going in the bleacher. No, I, he gives up a lot of homers. That's the joke here, people. He does. Uh, and he's, he's he's getting probably towards some sort of you know imaginary Imslin that they set at the start of the year that you know maybe not a hard one, but one that they had in mind. And I think that just they have nothing to play for. It's going to be we're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of operations shut down for some of those teams last yeah. month. It's one of those months where. It's so hard because football is going on. You're drafting. You at games on Sunday, but man, you got to pay so close attention to this stuff. Oh, there's going to be so many guys are going to like sit sit multiple games a week or have starts skipped. You know, this last month is really about who's paying a ton of attention. Yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's- and obviously we'll we'll try and help you with doing this podcast, and we'll be on top of the stuff. But like, you know, for Sunday moves and stuff, you really got to be on top. Of it. It's it's really September is a completely different brand of baseball. 
It is, and at least it's not forty man rosters. I, I love that change. I hate it when you could. <laughs> I hated that when you. Just, the Bruce Bochy game in Colorado. I mean, yeah. that just cemented it. Where they I used like that. thirteen pitchers. I mean, yeah, I just, do remember that. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was absurd. Was I I like that rule change, especially for fantasy. So probably a little uh, a little selfish there, but I just like the fact that it's only it's only a few guys it doesn't impact the lineup that that much. Yeah, I'll t- I'll, here here's all the pitchers we had in our list. So Hughes, Martinez, Dominguez was our third choice. Okay, uh, Gratterall. Uh, Leclerc, uh, Schreiber, and he got a save yesterday uh, for Boston. Four inning save, four out save, I should say. But you, his uh, you, did, you did not push up my sneaky A's play, then, did you? No, he was on. I, I'm getting there. I All didn't right. push him up, but he was there. All right, uh, Trevino, because I still think he's he's still a pretty good pitcher. I know he had the loss in the extra inning game, but not his I, fault. But yeah, no, uh, Nariz, uh and Acevedo was there on our list. Domingo Acevedo, your sneaky A's push up. I still I, uh, think Puck is before Acevedo, but go ahead. I, I really like the Acevedo usage this week. If you're in a deep league, I actually had him in my list, but I got Nick Martinez. So I, I had Acevedo second, though, in my list. I like that uh, Acevedo, can't, he's pitching really well, which is most important. He's pitched, he's probably been the best pitcher in the bullpen the last two months. Uh, mm-hmm. Danny Jimenez went on the 60 at IL, so he's he's gone, gone for the year. Uh, AJ Puck is left-handed. He's pitched well most of the year. was terrible the other night when he just couldn't find the plate and all over the place, and they give two runs on a wild pitch. But Acevedo was used um, today in the eighth inning against the one, two, three in the Yankees lineup yep. in, in, with a lead, which I love. And then used last night in the, in a tie game in the ninth inning too, which is a, both kind of like high leverage, like your most trusted guy usage. So I don't think he's, Oh, he's the closer and here we go. But I think that um, I think he's the top guy at the moment with the fact that puck will mix in there and they're probably, probably co-top guys. But I think Domingo maybe has a little bit of an edge. He's right-handed and usually the matchups might, might line up better for him. So I, uh, if you're in a deeper league, I really like a Domingo Acevedo ad as a, as a spec for the age closer. Yeah. The good news is all those players on the list, we lost out on Hughes and Martinez, bummer. We got Dominguez. Leclerc got pick, picked up and everybody else on that list is still available for next week. So that's pretty good. Cause in mine, I told you before uh, I had 10 guys in my list and I got Rizel Iglesias just because everybody got picked up in my list. So it was, <laughs> it was I had, I, I, I didn't even know why I had 10. I had a drop. So I just, I had Chris Bubich and I just wanted him gone. But uh, yeah, I we had, had a league where we just had to get rid of Brandon belt. Just had to. Yeah, there you, it's, it's been, a, it's been a mess, but I had Bayo Cavalli, Bailey Falter got picked up ahead of me. Nick Martinez, Marco Gonzalez got picked up. Clark Schmidt, Brandon Hughes, James Karinchek got picked up. I think it was Paul Spore, of course it was. And Evan yeah. Phillips. Nine guys got picked up in front of me. It was uh, it was pretty That's wild. Amazing. Like I said, it's a fun league, but it's uh, you, you, there's no sneaking anybody through in that league. No, there isn't. It's the hot air league. It is. It is. Um, we, the only guy we didn't talk about in that, we talked about, uh, I, I think Clay Holmes is the guy in New York. I think he's going to come in and close well, pretty much off the bat. He's going to be activated tomorrow. You guys held him, right? We held him. And, and I, I think I might I think activate I, him. I think I suggest you drop him, and that would have been a terrible call. Uh, yeah, Paul Spore just weighed in that Karinchek's back. I, I he's not only kind of back. Karinchek has been awesome for like a month and a half. Yeah, but Klasse is never going to lose the job. He's never going to lose the job. But like, you, 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 know, you get an injury, maybe. But I mean, he, I think you could throw Karinchek for just his numbers and strikeouts and ratios right there. He's been utterly dominant. A mm-hmm. lot of swag on James Karinchek too. He uh, talks a lot of smack when he gets strikeouts. Kind of struts off the mound. He's got a lot really? to him right now. Yeah, he's uh, he's feeling himself at the moment, which I like in a relief pitcher. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um, the other situation is uh, Anaheim. Uh, Jimmy Herget. I think it's Herget, by the way. Yeah, we he in one any, of our leagues. Any, in on him. any bids in on him? He got two saves in like the last eight days or so. He's been uh, he's been he's been a pretty good pitcher. The only tough thing with him is they throw him in in multi inning outings, so it's hard for him to like get 
multiple saves in a week. Cause if he gets like a two inning out, he sits for two more days. So it's hard to like, you don't get those back to back saves and the angels don't win a lot of games. It's kind of a tough fantasy situation. Cause it's hard to like really get him to, to kind of mass up the saves. It's kind of a poor man, Scott Barlow at this point. Uh, very poor. I'd go. Scott, Scott Barlow's got 20 saves, right? Yeah, I know, but he just pitches a lot of eighth innings here and there. You got the lat. Okay, little. T- I mean, the Royals did completely the right thing. Yes, they're they're annoying. Uh, Barlow came in, got a huge out, got Soto out with two on and two out in the eighth in a nine six game. Hater went in and did his thing, and the, the Royals scored six runs. I'm like, they've used six other pitchers this game. There's a chance that Barlow could still get the save. Right. Nope. Here comes Luke Weaver to finish it out. Uh, what was there, what, I think they're off what, tomorrow. Like, what was the what was the lead again? It was it, it went from nine six to fifteen six. Yeah, and even at like twelve six, they probably leave them in, right? Yeah, I mean at fifteen yeah. at fifteen six, you're like, yeah, we play like you're not going to do it, but right. It, it was entirely annoying because did, every did, save matters when you're thinking about it overall, let alone you, in your league. You get that big out too, and you're like, oh, like this is going to be easy now. He's got a clean slate. Then they score a couple runs. You're like, this is even easier. And then you're like, oh, stop scoring now. I know. I know. And, and, I had and, that with, I had that with Paul Seawald a couple times a week. Like the Mariners were up 3 1 and then scored two runs in the ninth. It's just, it's so crippling. Yeah. And meanwhile, Hater's out there doing his thing and it's like, cue up the Rocky Four. Give, throw it, yeah. throw in the damn towel already. Oh, you're, you're, Why you're, is he still yeah. out there? You're like, oh, Hater came in. This is going to be an easy one, two, three inning. We're good. No, uh, there's no such thing. But yeah. So just real go quick to James Karinchak, real quick. In August, He's faced 45 batters and struck out 23 of them with giving Ooh, up zero, zero runs. That's cooking with gas. Yeah, he is. I totally feel himself right now. He's been really good. That's a, uh, that's a, if they get in the playoffs, that's a, that's a really tough eight, nine, if they're pitching well, because you're losing that game. Yeah. You're Corinthian Clase. You might not score again. It's going to be tough. Yeah. They just couldn't score any runs against Seattle this weekend. Yeah. And I, yeah, the rest of their team is like, you know, there's a lot to be desired there, but if you, if you get in a game where it's close to the, they're, they're both been pretty darn good. Yeah. So. Well, Seattle, by the way, I mean, they got Seawald and Munoz at the back end now, and and Munoz yeah, I mean, yeah, Munoz he had he gave it up the other night, but he's been really good. Their their bullpen is sneaky, really nasty. Yeah, and meanwhile, at the top of the rotation now, you've got Cueto. I mean, not Cueto, uh, Castillo, Castillo, whichever yeah. X red Castillo, yeah. and then Robbie Ray pitched a gem today, and Logan Gilbert, and George, George Kirby doesn't George throw Kirby, balls. Yeah. George Kirby's awesome too. It's just that's a yeah. That's a short series team that uh, I I hope they make it. They're they're fun. They're dangerous. Julio yeah. Rodriguez is probably you know one of the most fun players in the league right now. So that's uh that's a team that I will be uh, I'll be pulling for in the playoffs. They haven't been you know I know I, I know you know but they haven't been in the playoffs since the year they set the all time wins record, which is truly an impossible. It's it's an, an incredible. Yeah. That's the that's the case. Yeah, it is. It is, and uh, yeah, I, I just love that they went for it. Yep. Um, I they, do too. And they they got the you know. They got what the Yankees should have gotten. You know, I, I just wonder what the, the what price the Yankees balked at, or were they just never close? I mean, because Seattle had the prospects to deal and deal, and they did. Instead, the Yankees dealt away a starter who's given up one run in four outings or something like that. It's he's been Jordan Montgomery's been great in St. Louis. Yeah, one one he, other caustic. He actually uh, gave up some runs this week, so I shouldn't say that. But he was really yeah. good until this week. Yeah, I need to make one caustic Cardinals comment though. Please remember do. how every all the comments were coming around that oh, it can't include Dylan Carlson in a deal, yeah. right? He's not. He's getting sat in favor of Dickerson now. He, he he wasn't good enough to include. I mean, he was so good that he couldn't include him in a deal, but not good enough to start every day. Ugh. I really liked him coming into last year as a prospect. When I looked at, he's not good right now. He's, no, he's he isn't. His I hard hit rate. Him. His hard hit rate is twenty six percent. Like he gets yeah. nothing hard. It's that's like I, I have to look at. It, that's probably a bottom fifteen number in baseball right now. 
Yeah, it is. It's, it's really frustrating. And yet I still, I still have them in all these leagues. That's the scary thing. Uh, Paul Spore weighing in. How much are we, how much are you bidding on Adam Wainwright's new country song they played during the podcast tonight? Um, Hey, it was not as horrible as I thought it was going to be when it started. How about that? Yeah. Fair enough. I, I, when I started doing it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be completely cringeworthy. It was, it was not horrible. So I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with not horrible. And I can't country, carry a tune, so I'm not going to say anything. Nor am I. I'm a country music fan, so I like that kind of music normally. But uh, it mm-hmm. was – I'm, I'm just going to stick with not terrible. Um, but, uh, yeah, don't, I'll go with that. But it was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was pretty funny that they went with that. Let's, uh, let's go with a few quick news and notes before we jump out of here. Uh, Ronald Acuna, we talked about him about 4,000 times this year. Uh, missed uh, – I, I think I put missed the weekend in those, but I think he played yesterday. Missed today. Expect to be back on Tuesday. It seemed like when they were talking to uh, to Snitker in the in the dugout, it's just going to be a, it's just a managing thing. He's just kind of it feels sore sometimes. Going to miss games here and there. It doesn't sound like there's any setbacks, but I think you just have to accept that he's going to miss you know maybe a game a week or something like that. Yeah, I think that's right. You mentioned Jordan Alvarez earlier. He sat Sunday with left hand soreness. I guess the only good news here is it's the other hand that it was earlier in the, like around the All Star break when he's on the IL. Um, but boy, it seems like he's got a lot going on. He's not hitting really well right now too. No, he isn't. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's one of those where, oh, we're going to find out later it was way worse than they let on. Yeah, it's uh, – and, and the Astros have nothing – no reason to push him. They've won the West. Nobody's catching them there. Uh, you wonder if for their their benefit it might be worth just sitting him for a couple of weeks and just figuring that out because he's not yeah. he's not helping them right now. He's not helping himself. And if he's banged up, they're going to need him in October to win. Yep, that's right. We already talked about Justin Verlander. We talked about Yuan Moncada to the aisle with a left hamstring strain. Trevor Story is back, Jeff. I think sooner than we thought originally. I think we thought it was maybe a, on the verge of being a drop when he first uh, first got hurt. He returned on Saturday. Uh, the one note I noticed in here was that kind of interesting that uh, they really want to play Christian Arroyo. It sounds like he's going to play a lot of first base was the quote from Alex Cora. Um, so Story will play second, Arroyo will play first. It means a lot less playing time for probably Franchi and for Bobby Dalback. But it sounds like if you have Christian Arroyo in a deeper league, um, with his triple LGBT. So he's going to try and keep his bat in lineup as long as they can, just because he's been hitting so well for them. Yeah. And don't forget the ghost of Eric Hosmer on the IL now too. Yeah, Can so. he just, can he just hang out there for a while and not, not, I, I think that's their intent. Um, yeah. But you know, all this is, and then this gives them cover to not call up Tristan case Cassis this year. Um, that's just probably not going to happen. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't know if they, I hadn't heard anything about September, if they're going to do that, but I mean, Arroyo's hitting, 333 in August, 367 yeah. since the All-Star break. Like, I think you got to keep that bat until he cools down, right? Yeah. That's the hope because I have him in my league and I actually was going to drop him and then I read that note and I decided to keep him. Still trying play. to figure out what they're doing as a team. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure they really know at the moment either, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a bit confusing. Uh, let's see. Arolas Chapman, we mentioned the uh, the tattoo IL. Clay Holmes is coming back, could be activated Monday. Clayton Kershaw, we kind of hit on a little bit. We were talking about the Dodgers with Andrew Heaney. Uh, could be back this week, and the Dodgers are going six-man for a couple weeks, so uh, probably no, not many two-steps. Tony Gonsolin has one this week. Might not be uh, any more of those for a while, but it sounds like uh, if you have Kershaw, uh, Jeff, would you throw Kershaw this week if you have him? It's at the Mets, so it ain't, uh, it ain't a soft landing spot. No, I don't think so because he didn't go on a rehab assignment. He was just doing simulated games. I don't think he goes the full five. That's uh, that's probably a really good point. If he's going to go three or four against the Mets, you probably don't want that anyway. So I think it's a good point. Probably wait a week and then throw him uh, next week against the Giants. Yeah. Uh, Jack Flaherty, we mentioned uh, not pitching this week. We're back uh, with a two-step on February 5th. Eloy Jimenez, we talked about earlier also. uh, Another guy that just can't stay in the lineup. I know you guys have him. Are you just – looking so, at lineups to start of the week and, and play him if he's in instead of if he's out. How are you handling Eloy right now? So we picked up 
Matthias. We were trying to get another outfielder uh, that we got outbid on, and uh, we were trying to go. I think I'll tell you who we were going on, but the whole notion was we wanted to find an outfield eligible guy that didn't play on Monday because the White Sox oh, are also off on Monday. That's really some forward thinking there, right there. I like yeah. the way you guys. I mean, that's you can tell you guys are in the mix when you're starting to think that way. I like it. Robbie Grossman. Gavin Sheets also was on uh, after Matthias. If we didn't get Matthias, yeah. it was Robbie Grossman was our top choice. Did you have it? Do you have any of those Tigers players in there? Because I kind of like the like uh, Victor Reyes, uh, Willie Castro combo as uh, guys you can kind of throw. We did not have those guys in there, but you know, it's I, just I sort of I sort of like Victor Reyes right now. He's uh, he's 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 warm right now and playing a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, those those are guys we we're thinking of. You know, the thing is, on our bench right now, we have Gamble, so Gamble's going to go in there. Trent yep. Grisham, who was like one for his last 80 or whatever, I, is still on our bench. I, I think he's a full draw. He, played, he had nine at-bats this week. He's so bad. He's, he's just so, so – if he, yeah. and he's like bunning with two strikes. He's had like eight strikeouts where he's bunned with two strikes this year. It feels it's like the he's dumbest the, thing I've ever seen. It feels like he's that guy. He has eight with two strikes. That is pretty dumb. Something, I, I might be exaggerating to make my point, but, but enough, it happened again. It was enough, not the first time. And enough you've noticed it, which means it was, yeah, a couple, a few, at least a few times. He feels like he's one of those guys you want to drop, and then he like does something on a Sunday, and you like keep him for another week, and that yeah. then, then you get to September or something, he's still in your in your roster. He was available in one of my mains. I look closer, I didn't even bid on him. It just he's been so bad. He's got the fifteen homer, so you're just like, okay, I can squint, I can still see Is it. Is he hitting under two hundred? He must be right. He's hitting one ninety three, um, and he's got a three fifty seven slug. Uh, he's got five only five stolen bases too. I guess when you're not on base, you can't run. Yeah. Um, and you, I, you hit ninth and it's just tough to find spots. I really thought he was going to be a really good player in San Diego. I really I did, did. And he looked, he looked the part like in, in the COVID year, especially he looked yeah. the part that 2020 hit the ball hard. He, he had a, he had 10 home runs, 10 steals and 60 games, 42% hard hit rate. Like he looked like he was taking that step up and he was, and he just, it's been two steps back the last two years. It's been really rough. Yeah. And Sparrow said he sunnied me. Yeah, Sunday there you go. Me. I right. tell you, he, he felt like the guy that like, he hits that home run Sunday. Like, ah, oh, I got to keep him. I can see that. I can yeah. see the light now. And then, uh, yeah, I, well, Paul, I didn't bid on him this week. So that's, uh, that's what I thought about that. So yeah. I obviously thought it was a good drop, but by the way, Paul's joining us, uh, joining me on Thursday for the Rotowire uh, baseball podcast. We're going to do a Thursday morning podcast. So uh, looking forward to having Paul on. It'll be great. I don't want to uh, embarrass Paul too much, but I love Paul. Yeah. Uh, we just, a, just a fantastic, fantastic human. Yeah. I mean, uh, hard, hard to find people who don't. Um, yeah, that's very true, which is hard to say for many people, and that, that's one of them there. Uh, yeah. Jorge Polanco left uh, early Saturday and sat Sunday with some patella tendonitis. Um, is another guy that you're going to have to check lineups on. Uh, do they play on Monday? The Twins do play Monday. They're playing at uh, home against the Red Sox. So check that lineup before you decide on Jorge Polanco also. Any other uh, news that I'm missing here, Jeff? No, I, I have a team that has like all those day-to-day guys. I have Polanco on it. Uh, well, that's what I do. I just go to your lineup and I just pick guys. To it's talk about it's one of my OCs. My my raw stats are better in my 15s than my 12s this year. It's that's, really ridiculous. I that's mean, pretty wild. Yeah. Um, it, it's just like, oh, that, that, oh, it's just a bad team. Oh, this yeah. is just a bad I have, team. I have a 12 that's in third and I just can't, it's one of those teams I just cannot get going. Whatever I, every time I get like a couple of good days, it's like five bad days and I just can't. Cannot get the offense going. It's one of those teams that has like JD Martinez and Tyler O'Neill, like all these guys that can't bench but haven't done anything. It's been, it's oh been yeah, rough. it's just that yeah. that team that has all those guys that should be good that I can't take out, and I probably should have a month ago, and I just don't. It's just, yeah, I'm stubborn in that way. And JD Martinez just does, does nothing every day, and I just still have him in there. Polanco, Eloy, uh, Javi Baez. Oh, there's a winning pick. This he year. missed. Uh, he missed today, by the way, I believe. So he's one another guy. No, he, he left of, today. I think. Oh, he left today. He was, I knew, he was one for three. 
Um, he, left he was early, day-to-day right? going into Friday. He was removed, yeah, with back stiffness. Um, and he's obviously on a team that is is long, long out of it. I mean, that's, you know, he could he could go operation shutdown someday here too. It might as well be bat stiffness. He's been such a stiff this year, but yeah. Where does, where does Javi Baez get drafted next year? I think it's finally at the point where like – Somebody else's team. Those, yeah, that's a good answer. Those great years are like last year he went – last year was good. 31-18, hit 265, but then hit 203 the year before. Like he just never – He's he, the whipsaw. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy because strikeouts are down nine percent this year. Like it's way, way down. But everything else, his his barrel rates in half as was last year, and his hard hit rates down ten percent. Like he's a completely different player right now, and it's not a good version at all. The word malaise comes to mind with him. Yeah, it could be. He's swinging and missing a little bit less, but still eighteen and a half percent. So there's still a lot of swing and miss in there. But uh, yeah, yeah. Jeff Mookie Betts is awesome. That's what I'm going to close with. Yeah, let's be ha- let's go to our happy place. Let's think about what, players that uh, have been good to what, us. What uh, what's Mookie Betts ADP next year? Because a lot of like really good hyped young players. We're going to have Acuna. You're going to have Julio Rodriguez. Not going to have Fernando Tatis to start the year, but is Betts like a same kind of like maybe like top six five. ten range? Are you think he's top five? I mean, I I mean he's this year it's like certainly puts him there. He's a but, blue chip stock. Yeah, team is amazing. He's amazing. Even in his bad year, he's at one fifteen. You know, maybe he wasn't like the fifteenth best player last year, but you know, at, right. even coming off a bad year, you're taking him fifteenth. Really, I mean. Where did you take? Where did in your online that you're doing so well? Where did you take him? What spot? Uh, I took him twelfth. Out of yeah, so there you go. I mean, the, yeah, so pick one twelve of the of the fifteen round of the first round. I might be a little high, but I mean, you're you're taking him over Judge though next year, right? Yes. Oh, that's that's not an easy answer, but yes, I'm gonna. Oh boy, that's tough. Yeah, I think so. But those guys are really close. Those, I mean, I love them both. Yeah, I mean, I love him too. I mean, I love Judge too. The crazy thing is, you mentioned it last week. Judge has the double digit stolen bases he's tossed in there this year. Like, makes a huge difference. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen. He has just, more. He has more than Mookie does. This is the unicorn. Every he stayed healthy year though. Yes, it is. Um, I just. I don't want. I, I don't take Jose Ramirez and Trey Turner. I know before any of these guys. That's I the only two I know. I don't want to lie to you. I took that's eleventh. I'm sorry, I was wrong off there. But Man, I took him. Receiver. Uh, I took him above above Luis Robert, and I it was a slam dunk for me. I had him above. I had him above Tyle Tucker. I had him above Bryce Harper also. So I, I love, we talked about it earlier. I love Betts this year and he's been great, but you got to figure that Turner goes ahead of him. Jose Ramirez goes ahead of him. Julio Rodriguez goes ahead of him. Yeah. But uh, you know, Julio, I mean, I think, I just think he will. I think he will, but yeah. I'd have know, a Julio hard... could hit if Julio could hit 300 next year. And if he does, that's crazy. Stolen bases have slowed way down. Way down. He had like nine in April, and he's got like twenty-one or twenty-two. He's total. at twenty-three now. Yeah, there you go. Just got paid. Good for him. Fifty percent hard hit rate, thirteen half percent barrel at age uh, at age twenty-one. <laughs> Isn't is that ridiculous? Just stupid. How good he is. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's not. He ain't getting out of the top four next year in any main events. I don't think. Does a pitcher go in the top five next year, Jeff? Because I don't see one right now that's going to go in the top five. I think Jeff has officially frozen, which is good because we are almost, we're at the end of the show anyway. Jeff is just sitting there uh, looking over to the side. So I think Jeff had a little bit of an internet hiccup there, but uh, we we're about done anyway, so that's uh, no worries at all. I want to thank everybody for uh, listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. If you're watching us, uh, if you're watching us live, 
uh, that's fantastic. Also, we love all the comments. Uh, everybody in there was uh, was really good. Uh, anybody that's uh, listened to the audio version, we also appreciate that too. If you could please rate and read the podcast, it would be fantastic. Also, we always appreciate that. For Jeff and his frozen face on the podcast right now, I am Scott Jensen. You want to follow Jeff on Twitter? He's at Jeff underscore Erickson. I am at Scott Jensen. Please uh, hit us up anytime there on Twitter. Ask any baseball questions. We'll be talking a lot of baseball uh, down the stretch here as we, uh, as Jeff and I both kind of battle for some leagues and some overalls here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, someone in the chat asked about uh, dropping Javier Baez. I would not do it quite as of yet. Um, in a in a ten teamer, yeah. In a fifteen teamer, no way. In a twelve teamer, I think I'm holding him. Uh, see how this this back injury goes. If he starts to miss a lot of games, then maybe he becomes a drop for me. But I think I wait until then. So, thanks everybody for listening. We really very much appreciate it. Uh, I don't know where Jeff went, but uh, it was uh, it was it was a fun time anyway. So, hope everybody has a great week. We'll be back at you uh, next week. There's oh, there's there's Jeff. I was just signing off. You want to say bye? All right. So I I don't know. I I just re- my Mac rebooted. Maybe it's just doing uh, some sort of. Uh... Uh, it was, uh, it was after listening to me for 75 minutes, it was probably just time for it to go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. I guess sir. Yeah. I, uh, I already signed off for us. I gave him all your Twitter and everything. Anything else? Any parting shots you got before we jump out of here? Uh, no, no. I think fun time as always go just, Hey, go at it hard. 640 yep. is his first start time tomorrow. Yep. And, uh, I know everybody's talking football and doing drafts, but uh, stay locked in your baseball leagues. Cause you'll be surprised how many, how many guys you can pick up and how many moves you can make as other people will probably uh, be busy, especially starting two Sundays from now when there's a full NFL slate, uh, a lot of people's fab time gets cut significantly percentage wise. Uh, once that comes around. So absolutely everybody have a fantastic week. We'll back at you next Sunday night. Take care and have a good fantasy week. This is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer. He hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.